say death and life. The Baron says life and death are in the power of your tongue. It's a matter of life and death, what's coming out of that mouth of yours. Blah, blah, blah. So blah. Don't, don't be blah, blah. <laughs> you don't want to blah, blah, blah. And you don't want to speak to death. You want to be speaking the life. Welcome back to the Abundant Life, part two of the series that we are talking about words and the power of your words. The power, like the blood, like his shirt, it's red, it's that power. Red is a power color. Amen. I love that. Amen. So what are you sowing with your words? Because what those words that you're speaking, those words are going to produce a harvest. So are you speaking over your life? You know, I got this bad report, the doctor, and it's like, I just don't think I'm going to live very long. And I'm, you know, I was just using the same example earlier. Are you saying that? Or are you quoting Psalms saying, I'll live a long life until I'm satisfied by the stripes of Jesus. I are healed. I was, if I are healed, I were healed now. <laughs> and so what are you speaking? Because you're going to reap the consequences of that. You're going to reap a harvest of it. Right. Every day I like to get up in the mirror. Thank you, Lord. You renew my youth like an eagle. <laughs> I do that one before I go to bed every night. <laughs> when I put like my skin stuff on or whatever, I say, thank you, Lord, you renew my youth like the eagle. And there's another one too, to that your skin will be fresh as the youth. Amen. Amen. So it's like a little bitty baby. It's like, I want my cheeks to be like that baby. But... <laughs> and you shall have it. I'm in agreement. Amen. Amen. So go ahead. And since we're already jumping ahead there to Galatians, just go ahead and read it so that... They can hear it straight from the word. Galatians 6, 7 through 8, New King James Version. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. Okay, so we already talked about that a little bit about you're going to get what whatever you sow, you're going to reap. What I want to focus on here is the very first part where it says, do not be deceived. Okay, don't be deceived. So God is not mocked. So his word, God's word, is what we're talking about here, bringing the power through your word. So you're using God's word to speak his word over whatever situation that it is to receive that power. So do not be mocked by hearing things from the world and repeating those things. Do not, do not be mocked by not believing that the words don't matter. Do not be deceived, I mean. So it's like, don't be deceived by thinking differently than what the Word of God has to say. That's, that's deception. Anything that's leading you away from the Word of God is going to be deceptive. It's going to try to get you off of it. Anything that is not of God is antichrist. period. Yeah, and we lose that today in society when you talk about things like abortion. I mean, what happens in abortion? I don't want to get off on a political stunt here, but is that life or death? Death. Death, okay. So John 10, 10 says, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come so they may have life and have it in abundance. That's Jesus talking. He said, I came to bring life and bring it in abundance. That's what our show, The Abundant Life, it's all about what Jesus came to give us. So who's the one that's stealing, killing, and destroying? Satan, mm -hmm. the enemy. The evil one. So if it's ever that going on, stealing, killing, destroying, it's not from God. You know, if somebody get up and say, well, I guess, you know, God took him for a reason. God didn't take him. Or be not deceived. God is not mocked. Oh, it's about health care. 
It's about taking care of yourself. So go ahead and abort that baby. That is deception. deception. Yeah. And that's a good point. It's in the world. I mean, I could go on about just the information that's put out there or the lack of information. And this is why reading your Bible is so important is knowing, well, what does God say about life? And, you know, and now you have governments figuring out, well, at what point is there a heartbeat? <laughs> you know? Well, the word says that he knew you before you informed in your mother's womb. So before you even, before the sperm met the egg, God already had a plan for you. He already knew you. He already knew what was going to happen with you. He already had life planned for you. Amen. But then if you back that up to yield to that place where you had conceived, what were your thoughts, ideas, and what were you telling yourself even before you got yourself in that position to actually conceive? Well, There's, yeah, it, it, it goes really deep. So if you back it up, <laughs> there's a seed. There's always a seed that will lead you to that place. And some people may say, well, I didn't plan on this happening to me, or I was uh, attacked, or I was raped. And there are those circumstances. But again, yield back to what was the seed planted? And again, it's the thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. And so there are families that are attacked. And so this is why the power of the praying mother is so important. This is why uh, not just the mother, but a families of praying that word and protection and Psalm 91 over your families, over your children, over your children's children. And you have the power in your mouth, especially if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, to pray in the Spirit over your family for that protection because we do live in the world and stuff does happen but you also have the choice to make the right choice to say the right things and to do the right things and not be deceived when you have that truth on the inside of you you can decipher what is truth and what is not yeah you just uh, you bring up something I just uh, want to speak to anybody out there right now that's going through this situation um, as far as contemplating do I keep this baby do I abort this baby that we're not speaking condemnation over you. We're not judging you anything. We're just trying to give you the word of God, the truth, because the, the Bible says that the truth will set you free. It will set you free from whatever that bondage is that you have in your mind right now. It will set you free from the cares of the world because you're, you got all these cares of trying to make this decision and what it is that you need to do. And the Bible says to cast your cares onto him because he cares for you. You're not made to carry cares, which is why cares affect you negatively. So I just want to pray for you right now. Lord, anybody out there under the sound of my voice that is going through this uh, position of contemplating abortion or life, Lord, I just speak life over them right now. Satan, take your hands off their mind. Take your hands off of their life. Lord, I pray that the Holy Spirit will just impart wisdom and discernment to them right now and that the truth that we are speaking right now will set them free in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'm into agreement 100%. And just know that baby is the next leader of this world. Well, that was the Holy Spirit we were talking about <laughs> earlier, huh? That baby is a leader. <laughs> so get your mind off of what you Hallelujah. think that child is and give it to God because God will turn that and make it into something great and be a blessing for children to children's children. Amen. You know, and that's just another reminder of, you know, 
we got notes, we got a plan, and you know, yeah. you got a business plan, and you got all these things that you got planned, and you're gonna go out and you're gonna get them, you're gonna take over the world with that thing. And I'm not poking any fun at plans. You need it. You need notes. You need you need a plan. You need all those things. But what you can't do is you can't let not the Holy Spirit interact and do what God wants right. to do in your life. Just like we were talking about earlier. Are you gonna drop everything in your hands to go and tell that lady that God loves her? Are you gonna stop? teaching what we do to minister to somebody who's going through a situation in their life that they don't know what to do. Right. And that's that's a word for all of us, I think. Right. Just low and slow. Okay. So we're talking about Galatians. We're talking about whatever you sow, you're gonna reap with your words, being not deceived by the world. That's how we got into all that. Mm -hmm. This is not the deception of the world. So our only part really in this is to believe. In 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, this is the King James Version, it says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. The NLT says, For we live by believing and not by seeing. So the point I want to make about this is that you can have all these circumstances going on around you, negative circumstances, things happening in the world, whatever it is going on around you. When you live and base your life on those things, you're basing off of what you see. And it's just not limited to your eyes, this is your sensory mechanisms. What you can hear, what you can feel, what you can taste, we're, we're impacted by all these things. And what the word is saying is that, don't walk by that. Walk by, the, by, walk by faith. And what does faith mean? It means you've gotta believe in God's word. So just like this, the point I'm trying to make is that you cannot not believe that your words don't have an impact. You have to walk by faith in this. You have to believe what these scriptures are saying. You have to believe that what is coming out of your mouth is a matter of life and death, and you have to believe that by faith. And when you when you believe that, and you get that down into your heart, and then you you speak it out, you will have what you say. When the Bible yeah. talks about you know receiving, it's, it really means in the Greek to take. It's like you got to take your healing. You got to take your prosperity. You got to take it by faith. And a lot of that has to do is getting it down in you. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of Christ. Most translations say God, but it really is Christos in there. It really is Christ in there. Hearing the good news. And this is good news right now, saying that you can change your life right. by speaking positive words. And the Holy Spirit is the counselor, the comforter, and the guide. So again, it's just a matter of low and slow. Holy Spirit, I just yield to your guide, your counsel, and leading you to those things that where I'm going to speak and to bring life over to my situation. Because I can tell you right now, you can look at anything in your life. If it's not yours, then there's someone you're connected to. A neighbor, a friend, a family member has something going on in their life. And that's why speaking positive, uplifting, and encouraging things over them, over you, over your circumstance, over your situation is so vitally important. And you have a role to play. And this is why the body of Christ is so important, is because where I am weak, then, you know, obviously that's for the Lord. When I am weak, then he is strong, but this is what the body of Christ is. We all have certain and special gifts. We're all in a different lane, all on the same highway. All part of the body is what the word all says. All part of the body. So don't be afraid to reach out or tell a friend where it says, confess your sins to one another that you can be healed, edified, uplifted, changed. Let someone pray for you. Listen, we're praying for you. We're here for you. We're healing, touching, saying, delivering. We need it too. Everyone needs it. We live in the world. Get on the 
Holy ghost bandwagon. <laughs> be it, be the change. Well, I think you know, it's kind of the point that you're trying to make, correct me if I'm wrong, is that, you know, how do I do this? How do I not focus on all yes. the negative stuff? And so you're giving them encouragement on how to get assistance from the body of Christ, from those around you. And which brings me really to the next point that we're talking about is like, well, how do I, how do I not let these things that I see all around me affect me? And what I would say is change the channel. It's like change the channel. Change the channel. So sometimes it's like, I mean, most of the news <laughs> you watch, does it, is it anything good in a news, in a 30 minute news segment? I mean, occasionally. So let me, let me just back up. Is the majority of the news that you see on TV negative or positive? Negative. It's about stealing, killing, and destroying. This place blew up, and this thing <laughs> got robbed, and this guy got shot, and it's like, because that's what sells. Okay, so sometimes you got to change the channel because right. that's what you're really focusing on and getting your your attention off of that and onto something good. And we talked about this before too, you know making sure that you're listening to inspiring messages that are encouraging you right. in God's word. So leads us to the next scripture, Philippians 4 and 8. Because this isn't, this isn't just my opinion or my suggestion. This is actually the word. Well, and you know, it reminds me last night, I mean, uh, you're like, what are you doing? Like, why do you have that look on your face? I'm just like, I just have to get off my phone. I just have to like, uh. sometimes you just have to do that. You have to make that conscious decision to not engage. Do not engage. Change the channel. Change the channel. Okay, read the scripture. Right. Okay. Philippians 4 and 8, King James Version. Finally, brethren, whatsoever. <laughs> We're bringing this to the end. Finally. Finally. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. So there's your list of things to think of. <laughs> it ain't mine. I just say, I'm going to give you seven checklists of good things to think of. No, Philippians 4.8 just gave that to you. Think on things that are lovely. And the point that I really want to make, I mean, that's, that's, there's so much meat in there. And I encourage you to, you know, go and meditate on that on your own. And, you know, we put all the scriptures up, you know, through the teaching. So you can write those down, you can back up and do whatever. But take the time to go and to meditate on the scriptures yourself. And another thing is too, is just, you know, go and read and go have your own revelation. So it's not just us giving you our experience of revelation, but get your own revelation as well too. And any teacher that you're following, you need to check them out. You know, just don't follow somebody hook, line and sinker and believe everything they say. You gotta check people out. You do. I like that. Okay, so back to where I was going here. So we're already talking about this earlier. Sometimes you get a bad report. It may be a financial report. You may, you might get something back from your accountant. It's like, you owe all these taxes and you weren't prepared. Is that a good report or a bad report? <laughs> it's a bad report. Bad, a bad report, just in case. You may go to the doctor and the doctor may say, you have this disease. And you go and get tested for coronavirus and say, you got it, you're positive. That ain't a good report. Right. So what are you gonna do at that point? So what some people do is they take that bad report, doctor prints it out, here's your report, that's bad. I go home, I'm gonna call my mama, mama, I got a bad report, I got, I got the COVID-19, <laughs> I can't taste, I can't smell. I'm not making fun of anybody that's got COVID, I'm just trying to prove a point here. And then you call your brother, brother, I got COVID-19, pray for me, I don't know if I'm gonna live or die. 
then call your kids. And then, so my point is, it's like you get a bad report, and what do you go do? You go tell everybody. You you're telling everybody. You're you're repeating a bad report. Right. So what does this say to do? To focus on a good report. So even though you get a bad report, well, you need to go home and get yourself in the Word of God and start meditating on a good report. What's a good report regarding your health? Isaiah 53, starting verse 3 and verse 4. Christ, that He, by His stripes, took all your sickness and disease. That's the good report, and that's what you got to get. That's what you got to get in you. That's the good report that you then have to start meditating on and say, well, you're you're denying the facts. Right. You know, you're, you're that's you know, how do you just say that the facts don't have you? Know what we're doing is we're saying that the word of God will supersede any fact that's going on in the world. It will supersede debt, lack, sickness, and disease, anything that's going on. But the point is, is that you've got to get a good report going. And you've got to get that good report going out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. And if you start speaking the death over and over and over, where is it taking you? It's taking your ship to that place of death. It's taking you to that place of having to go to the ICU. Instead of turning yourself around and I will live and I will not die, Lord, I just declare that every germ, disease, virus that touches my body from here on out dies in the name of Jesus Christ. And I will live healthy and whole all the days of my life. What are you doing now? You're taking your ship away from the ICU and you're getting it over here to the next day you wake up. I feel fine. So where are you guiding your ship, your car, your horse with your words, which way you're going. And we're not telling you anything we don't live. I once broke my back in three places, walking down the stairs. I was multitasking, phone and drinks and everything else. And his mother was at our home in the kitchen. And I like to wear socks. And so we had these wood stairs, woo. Bam, just broke my back in three places on the ground. And immediately I thought, oh, hell no, is this going to take me out? There's no, no devil way, in hell. No devil in hell <laughs> is going to break my back and put me out. And I heard Kenneth Copeland once preach. He got sick, and I think uh, Gloria was, or he was getting off a plane, and I think something was wrong with his legs or something. And he said, oh no, because someone wheeled out a wheelchair and said to him, <laughs> get in and he said oh no a healthy person walks so he with all of his might and all of his strength walked and so that just kept ringing in my head oh nope a healthy person runs i actually went straight for a hike and a run yeah, jumping up and down you're back in the back in the backyard and she was doing squats i went back and i was like but this this was after, no, that was after you actually went and got x-rayed and we knew that your back was broken in three places. And then you came home and she was doing squats out in the thing. I was just like, Lord have mercy. I'm not saying a word right now. <laughs> See, I'm not saying a word. <laughs> because that was the best, because well, the first thing I want to say, honey, what are you doing? Your back is broken. You should be flat on the bed and healing up right now. She's doing squats, getting it. And tell them this biscuit to the punchline here. Tell them what happened. Three days later, I was healed. Amen. Put my high heels on. Hallelujah. I went to my daughter's tennis match. And from that point on, I actually started to kickbox in stilettos. Confirmed, in confirmed by x-rays too, that it was completely healed. Confirmed by x-rays. Where my doctor even told me, you should be in the hospital and you should be in a wheelchair. <laughs> and I said, oh, 
heavens no. <laughs> it's not going to go down like that. That's good. I like hearing that story again. So, <laughs> I'm getting pumped up right here. I think I'm going to go do some squats. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling healthy. So thank you everyone for tuning in today. Remember that your words have life or death in them. So continue to speak life. For more information, you can go to our website, toddworldwide.org. See all of our mentors, see everything we have going on with our Money Life and the Gang book series. Um, see that the new platforms that I guess you and our team have been working on. We're, we're switching some platforms up, so pay attention. Um, we're still gonna be on Spotify, we're YouTube, we're gonna be on a bunch more, so you have no excuse. You can listen while you're driving, you can listen while you're running, while you're working out, you can listen while you're sleeping. You, you got no excuse not to listen to the word these days. Right, and they're in easy digestible bites. So if you don't have a whole lot of time, just put it on while you're driving in the car and just listen to some edifying, whether it's us or anyone else or any of the mentor resources we have on our site. You're getting we, ready in the morning. When you're getting ready in the Put morning. Your makeup on. Yeah, we even have friends who are like, where have you been? Where have <laughs> you been? We're like, well, we moved. We got a new set. We hope that you like the new digs. Mr. Braun <laughs> has put this all together with some other amazing people. And so we are very excited that um, we are growing up and we are getting better and more refined and our equipment is getting better and better and better. And so we are here to serve you and to make sure that you are prospering in all that you do and just be blessed. That's what the abundant life is all about. Amen. So until next time, we love you guys. Peace. <laughs>